Now, former President Donald Trump indicted uh, last night on multiple state charges that he allegedly conspired to interfere in the vote tally in Georgia in 2020. Uh, the sprawling indictment was handed down late last night by a special grand jury in Fulton County, and it marks the fourth criminal case that Trump is now facing. Uh, the uh, There's 18 alleged co-conspirators. Let's get the details from Reggie Cicchini from our Global News Washington Bureau. Hi, Reggie. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Okay, can you break this down? Because there's a lot to go through on this one. It was a nearly 100-page indictment, including 41 felony charges. What can you tell us? Yeah. So 41 felony counts, and we should point out 13 of those uh, have been levied against the former president, and it goes from everything to making false statements to the tweets that he was putting out there about bogus claims of fraud uh, to even a charge uh, of racketeering, and that is kind of the one charge that brings this all together because everyone involved in this indictment has been charged with that same RICO Mm -hmm. offense or Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act. Uh, But ultimately here, what we have is the district attorney saying, look, this was a large group of people, part of a a criminal enterprise uh, trying to undermine democracy in Georgia and trying to keep Donald Trump in power illegally. And she believes that she has uh, a case here that's strong enough to be able to move forward. Okay, tell us more about this uh, this um, anti-racketeering or the racketeering charge and, and, and what's going on with the RICO Act. Maybe explain that a little bit more for us. Yeah, so essentially what, what it is in Georgia, which number one, it's stronger than the federal act, uh, it's federal statute in Georgia. It carries a 20-year uh, sentence uh, upon conviction here, uh, and it's used by prosecutors in Georgia to try and draw in or or kind of sweep up uh, what they believe to be uh, a larger criminal act. And here with this indictment, what we have is Fannie Willis saying, look, it was Donald Trump, it was members of his legal team, it was members uh, uh, at the state level who were acting as fake electors, it was his chief of staff, Mark Meadows, who were all working in a coordinated effort here to put false claims of fraud Mm -hmm. into the public record, allowing for people to think that there was something wrong with the election system when there wasn't, uh, and it worked to defraud the state. And and this has been brought before in other cases, Mm -hmm. including against the education system here. Um, And again, it's a difficult charge for the prosecutor to bring forward, but it is also a difficult charge to to kind of defend against. Uh, Reggie, um, all of this really began, uh, well, you know, sparked after that that phone call uh, when uh, former President Trump called uh, Georgia Secretary of State uh, Brad Raffensperger in January 2021, and I think many of us have heard it, uh, urging him to find more votes, right, to find the votes he needed to win. Yeah, that spurned this investigation. And what's interesting about that phone call, Jalen, is that it was orig- it was recorded by Brad Raffensperger because in the weeks prior, uh, sec- uh, rather uh, uh, Senator Lindsey Graham from South Carolina had made a similar call to Georgia state officials that concerned them. So they decided to start recording their calls, mm. and this is what spurned the investigation. But from that one phone call, what we had was the district attorney then moved down multiple avenues. She investigated uh, 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 allegations of poll worker harassment, where we would have Ju- uh, Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell lawyers associated with the former president making accusations that these poll workers were doing things that were illegal at the time when they were counting votes. Uh, There was also a data systems breach of a voting machine in rural uh, Georgia that was undertaken by an IT firm contacted by a lawyer for Donald Trump. So this was a breathtakingly sprawling investigation that ultimately resulted in this indictment that was stemmed from that one phone call from when Fonnie Willis, the DA, had only been on the job for 
for a couple of days. <laughs> All right. And she's looking to, uh, to, to, to take this to trial quickly, isn't she? Yeah, she's put a six-month clock, uh, you know, in in the request line here. We don't know if this is actually mm. going to happen by February. If it does, it's going to add to an already congested calendar for the president when it comes to both his legal commitments and mm-hmm. his political commitments. Uh, I think, though, what is also worth remembering here uh, is that she's up against, uh, you know, the, the federal system as well. Jack Smith is also trying to get this case mm-hmm. brought forward in January, at least in Washington, D.C. We know the Florida one happening in May. We also know the former president is likely going to try to get this case moved out of the state system and into the federal system. He was denied that in New York, but having it in the federal system, should he win the election, would work in his favor because Mm. if he were to win, he could get the Justice Department to stop the investigations. This is the uh, fourth criminal case that uh, Trump is now facing. Um, Is it... Is it uh, swaying anything when it comes to his support, Reggie? Uh, not really. I mean, look, the, the base is the base, and it is not going to go anywhere. It has not really moved all that much uh, since he was in power. I think the bigger thing to look at here is, will this do anything to broaden the base beyond where it is mm. right now? It is a minority of Americans. It was a minority of Americans when he was in power. He did not have the popular vote. He simply won the Electoral College here. Uh, and I think as we move forward in the campaign process here before we get into primary season, and the other candidates in the Republican field are going to have to look to see if they're able to kind of, um, you know, galvanize the, the base and, and move them towards themselves rather than push them towards Donald Trump. He is still the center of the Republican political universe. And whether or not this does anything to that core base is one thing. He needs to see if he can move out and get more because without more, he's going to have a difficult time in a general election. Reggie, we'll have to leave it there this morning. Thanks for the update. Sure. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Yeah. Take care. Reggie Cicchini uh, joining us from the Global News Washington Bureau. And of course, we'll keep you updated on this as it continues to uh, move through the courts at 624.